The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's Friday again. It just keeps coming around, and thank God it does. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, December 10th, 2021, Friday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Eulalia of Merida. She was born in Spain in 290, and it's almost universally accepted that she suffered martyrdom for the faith. It is believed that Eulalia, as a 12-year-old girl, tried to remonstrate with Judge Dacian of Merida for forcing Christians to worship false gods in accord with the Edict of Diocletian. Even though Dacian was at first amused and tried to flatter her, Eulalia would not deny Christ. Finally, Dacian ordered that she be tortured and executed. She won the crown of martyrdom around the year 304 A.D. Saint Eulalia of Merida, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you, and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for catechists summoned to announce the word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God. I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. These words that are accompanying our prayer in Advent, Jesus, we Direct them to your heart today. Come, come, Lord Jesus. Do not delay in our lives when we, we're not sure where to move, where to go. Do not delay. Come quickly. Come powerfully. We open ourselves to you. And Jesus, we, we want to pray about um, your reaction today in the gospel, the gospel of St. Matthew, uh, in which you respond to the the accusations around you, you know, you're not like John the Baptist. Jesus said, what description can I find? It's like when children say, we played the pipes for you, you wouldn't dance, we sang dirges, you wouldn't be mourners. You know, John did something and you didn't like him. I'm doing something the opposite and you're not like me. This is so true of us, Jesus. It's such a human reaction in you um, that we can find in our own lives. Maybe when parents, you know, with kids, if... <laughs> If you're praying with me here as a parent, maybe you find this with, with your children. Your children often, they're able to find something to complain about. You know, whatever whatever direction we've put our efforts in, 
um, <laughs> they, they notice what we haven't done. Or maybe in work, if things are going against you at work, we kind of think, what's the point? You know, every direction I go down, someone's making life difficult for me. The same can be true in when we're at school or at university. You know, we we think, well, I'll never fit in. I'm too, I'm too this or I'm too that. Or, you know, we can kind of feel we don't have a place. People, people will never be happy with us. So Jesus, we go to you today in our prayer because we want to ask how you deal with this. How do you deal with the feeling, the very human feeling of um, never really, never really getting it right? You know, however hard we try, we never get it right. Maybe that's where you're at today in your prayer with me today as we turn our hearts to Jesus. I, I remember a lovely story um, a priest told me. I hope the priest won't mind me sharing this, but we're speaking to you, Jesus, and uh, I know he'd love that. And this priest um, said that when he was a young priest, he looked very young and he was once traveling on a bus and uh, he heard some some elderly ladies talking about him saying, oh, he's far too young to be a priest. He must be a seminarian. And so he thought to himself, Lord, how, how will I ever be um, understood by by older people? I look too young. I'm too young to be to be mature. I'm too young to be wise. And then he said, a few years later, I was looking in the mirror and I thought, gosh, how old you are. <laughs> and so he realized, now I am I'm look too old to be accessible to young people. And so he finished the story by saying, so there must have been one day when I was the perfect age for everyone and I missed it. <laughs> Jesus, I love this story because, because it's every one of us. Every one of us feels this way. You know, I am such and such a way, I am blessed with such and such a gift, or I have such and such a weakness, um, and I'll never be appropriate, I'll never be accepted by everyone. But the thing is, that's true. That's just true of life. Jesus, we find that so hard to accept sometimes. You know, I will never be just the right balance for every man. There's a serial uh, called Just Right. As if, like, it were it were just the right balance of everything. Well, that's never that's never the case in in human interactions. And so, realizing this about myself can actually give me deep freedom to think I don't have to be, I don't have to try to fit into every box. I just have to be myself. What a freeing thought that is! And yet, it's very difficult. Jesus, we need to be healed. In ourselves, we need to be healed to know ourselves to be saved by you, to be made by you, sons and daughters of God our Father. That's where we become free in that realization that I just have to be a son of God. I just have to be a daughter of God. I just have to be myself and the best version of myself. You know, trying to um, come to grips with my 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 sins, my struggles. And bring them before the Lord and grow in virtue. Yes, absolutely. But as me. And I'll never be someone else. But if it doesn't make me free, the opposite reaction is that it makes me sad to think I'll never be just right. I'll never get it right. I'll never, you know, singing the dirges. They'll never cry. Singing a joyful song. They'll never laugh. You know. I can be sad 
uh, wanting to get a good reaction from people and not getting it. Maybe that's you as you pray with me today. Certainly something on my heart as I pray. How often do I act in a way that's looking for reaction? You know, to to be uh, impressing or um, to be, I don't know, get a laugh or to curry favour with the people we're talking to. San Jose Maria Escriva wrote in, I'm not sure which book it was, I'm afraid. I think it was The Furrow, <laughs> 660. He says, never lose heart if you are an apostle. There is no obstacle that you cannot overcome. Why are you sad? These words go to the very centre of our soul, Jesus, because there can be sadness in us that forgets the amazing blessing that you're pouring out over us. The fact that we're enough. The fact that even if some group or some person or some, um, some part of my life will never be happy with me, <laughs> even if I stand on my head, Jesus, help me to be cheerful in that. Help me to love that. Help me to love the fact that there will be people who who will disagree with me, but there will also be people who find my approach very helpful. There'll be people who um, come closer to you through me. There'll be other people for whom I'm the one they have to offer up their time with. <laughs> you know, I'm the one who causes them to be annoyed. Well, praise God. Praise God. Praise you, Jesus. And so we want to pray now about how you deal with this. Because we can be sad. We can, when we grow in virtue, we can be free. Um, but how do you deal with it? Well, in the gospel, at the end of that gospel, you say, John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say he is possessed. The son of man came eating and drinking, and they say, look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But you go on to say, yet wisdom has been proved right by her actions. And that's a really beautiful line that you add in at the end of that gospel. Because Jesus, you're not just saying, um, well, some say this and some say this, full stop, move on. No, you're saying wisdom has been proven right by her actions. In other words, acting in a true way is the most important thing. We could call, we could call this virtue rectitude of intention. Maybe it could also be called, uh, in a more classical sense, diligence. Diligence from the Latin diligere, meaning to love. You know, choosing consciously to do the right thing, choosing consciously to do the, the truthful thing, and loving that. That's the virtue that we're called to in this moment. Not to be doing it for the reaction I might get, and kind of beginning to separate myself from that. You know, how I would do things purely for uh, what I would receive in return. But instead, Jesus I choose to say, I choose to do, I choose to think in a certain way because it's right. <laughs> and because you're with me all day long. Heavenly Father, you're there with me as my father, holding me as your son all day. I want to know that you're, pre you're present to me. And so Jesus, you're fully God and you're fully man. I love that about you. You clearly enjoy being liked by others. You clearly enjoy being with your disciples, being in Bethany with your friends. But first and foremost, your love is to do the right thing. 
St. Josemaria went on to say this, Go about your professional duties for love's sake. Do everything for the sake of love. And, precisely because you are in love, even though you may taste the bitterness of misunderstanding, of injustice, of ingratitude, and even of failure in men's eyes, you will see the result in the wonders that your work produces, rich, abundant fruit, the promise of eternity. Mary, our mother, you will help us stay focused on the task at hand. Mary, monstrate esse matrem, show yourself to be our mother. Cast out the sadness that clouds our heart by giving us your warm embrace. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 17 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Friday of the second week of Advent, December 10th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Let's begin this liturgical day now, joining with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let, let us worship, worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let, let us sing to the Lord, and, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Lord, in your anger, do not punish me. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, do do not punish me. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in me. Your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, there is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, Lord, in in your your anger, anger, do do not not punish me. me. Lord, you know all my longings. Lord, you know all my longings. My wounds are foul and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick, spent, and utterly crushed. I cry aloud in anguish of heart. O Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs. My strength is spent. The very light has gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, you know all my longings. 
I confess my guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. I confess confess my my guilt guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for you are my Savior. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing, in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me, those who triumph, if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty, and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O Lord, my God, my Savior. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Do not abandon us, Lord our God. You did not forget the broken body of your Christ, nor the mockery his love received. We, your children, are weighed down with sin. Give us the fullness of your mercy. I confess confess my my guilt guilt to you, Lord. Do not abandon me, for for you you are my Savior. Let your compassion come upon me, Lord, your salvation true to your promise. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, the Lord will punish with his sword that is cruel, great, and strong. Leviathan, the fleeing serpent, Leviathan, the coiled serpent, and he will slay the dragon that is in the sea. On that day, the pleasant vineyard, sing about it. I, the Lord, am its keeper. I water it every moment. Lest anyone harm it, night and day, I guard it. I am not angry, but if I were to find briars and thorns, in battle I should march against them, I should burn them all. Expunging and expelling, I should strive against them, carrying them off with my cruel wind in time of storm. In days to come, Jacob shall take root. Israel shall sprout and blossom, covering all the world with fruit. Is he to be smitten as his smiter was smitten, or slain as his slayer was slain? Or shall he cling to me for refuge? He must make peace with me. Peace shall he make with me.
This, then, shall be the expiation of Jacob's guilt. This the whole fruit of the removal of his sin. He shall pulverize all the stones of the altars like pieces of chalk. No sacred poles or incense altars shall stand. For the fortified city shall be desolate, an abandoned pasture, a forsaken wilderness, where calves shall browse and lie. Its boughs shall be destroyed. Its branches shall wither and be broken off, and women shall come to build a fire with them. This is not an understanding people. Therefore their maker shall not spare them, nor shall he who formed them have mercy on them. On that day, the Lord shall beat out the grain between the Euphrates and the wadi of Egypt, and you shall be gleaned one by one, O sons of Israel. On that day, a great trumpet shall blow, and the lost in the land of Assyria and the outcasts in the land of Egypt shall come and worship the Lord on the holy mountain in Jerusalem. The Word of the Lord The Lord will send forth his angels with a mighty trumpet blast. They They will will gather gather his chosen ones from the the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. They shall come and worship the Lord on his holy mountain in Jerusalem. They will gather his chosen ones from the four winds, from one end of the heavens to the other. From a Treatise Against Heresies by St. Irenaeus Bishop The Lord, coming into his own creation in visible form, was sustained by his own creation, which he himself sustains in being. His obedience on the tree of the cross reversed the disobedience at the tree in Eden. The good news of the truth announced by an angel to Mary, a virgin subject to a husband, undid the evil lie that seduced Eve, a virgin espoused to a husband. As Eve was seduced by the word of an angel, and so fled from God after disobeying his word, Mary in her turn was given the good news by the word of an angel and bore God in obedience to his word. As Eve was seduced into disobedience to God, so Mary was persuaded into obedience to God. Thus the Virgin Mary became the advocate of the Virgin Eve. Christ gathered all things into one, by gathering them into himself. He declared war against our enemy, crushed him who at the beginning had taken us captive in Adam, and trampled on his head in accordance with God's words to the serpent in Genesis. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall lie in wait for your head, and you shall lie in wait for his heel. The one lying in wait for the serpent's head is the one who was born in the likeness of Adam from the woman, the virgin. This is the seed spoken of by Paul in the letter to the Galatians. The law of works was in force until the seed should come to whom the promise was made. He shows this even more clearly in the same letter when he says, When the fullness of time had come, 
God sent his son, born of a woman. The enemy would not have been defeated fairly if his vanquisher had not been born of a woman, because it was through a woman that he had gained mastery over man in the beginning and set himself up as man's adversary. That is why the Lord proclaims himself the Son of Man, the one who renews in himself that first man from whom the race born of woman was formed. As by a man's defeat our race fell into the bondage of death, so by a man's victory we were to rise again to life. The angel Gabriel was sent to the Virgin Mary who was betrothed to Joseph. The light filled her with fear. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. Behold, you shall conceive and bear a son, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. Let us pray. Grant that your people, we pray, Almighty God, may be ever watchful for the coming of your only begotten Son, that as the author of our salvation himself has taught us, we may hasten, alert and with lighted lamps, to meet him when he comes, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. 22 minutes before the hour, and we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God at Morning Prayer, all coming up in a few minutes on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, December 10th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord finds that some people just cannot be pleased. From the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We piped to you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came, neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Behold, a glutton and drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet, wisdom is justified by her deeds. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. All of the daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the Lord made it very clear that he would prefer us to be either hot or cold rather than lukewarm. Lukewarmness or tepidity is deadly in the spiritual life. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Like winnowed chaff driven away by the wind, weightless and fruitless, isolated faults do not lead necessarily to tepidity. 
This sickness of the soul is characterized by the fact that one more or less deliberately treats venial sin lightly. It is a state in which one has neither zeal nor fervor. Being in a state of aridity or of desolation or even of feeling repugnance for the things of the Spirit or of God is not tepidity. For in spite of such feelings, the ardor of the will and the determination to do right can remain strong and steadfast. Even if someone still frequently commits venial sins, it does not mean that he is tepid, provided he is sorry for them and fights against them. Tepidity is a state of conscious and deliberate lack of fervor, a state of enduring carelessness and half-heartedness, which pretends to justify itself with maxims like, one should not be petty. God is too big and magnanimous to bother about such little things. Everyone does the same, and so on. Tepidity is the result of prolonged carelessness in the interior life. It usually follows a whole string of small infidelities whose unrepented guilt has come between the soul and God. This carelessness is expressed in the habitual neglect of little things, in lack of contrition for one's personal faults, in failure to have specific aims for improving one's behavior towards God. One has no definite spiritual objectives that attract or excite one. One gets by. There is no struggle, or only a pretended and ineffectual struggle to be better. Mortification is abandoned and weighed down by the excessive demands of the body. The soul is ill-equipped for soaring towards the heavens. The state of depidity is like a gentle slope down which the soul slips further and further from God. Almost without noticing, it becomes content with not going too far, with staying just within the boundaries which separate it from mortal sin, while becoming careless of venial sin and consenting to it without a struggle. The tepid soul excuses itself for this easygoing, undemanding attitude by pleading its nature, its health its work, its ineffectiveness, and anything which will help it to indulge its small disordered inclinations, its attachment to people or things, its comforts which it describes to itself as necessities. And every time it does so, its strength diminishes. Where there is tepidity, there is no true worship of God in the Holy Mass. Lack of love and preparation make Holy Communion itself cold and indifferent. Prayer becomes vague, woolly, and distracted. There is no real personal conversation with our Lord. The examination of conscience, which calls for special sensitivity, is either abandoned altogether or done as a matter of perfunctory and lifeless routine, which produces no fruit. In this sorry state, the tepid soul loses all desire to get really near to God, which, it tells itself, is in point of fact impossible. I'm sorry to see the danger of lukewarmness in which you place yourself when you do not strive seriously for perfection within your state. To sum up, you are lukewarm if you carry out lazily and reluctantly those things which have to do with God, if deliberately or shrewdly you look for some way of cutting down your duties, if you think only of yourself and of your comfort, if your conversations are idle and vain, if you do not abhor venial sin, if you act from human motives. Let us put up a real struggle against ever falling victim to this sickness of the soul. Let us be on the alert to recognize its first symptoms. Let us go instantly to Our Lady. 
She always increases our hope and renews in us the joy of our Lord's birth. Rejoice and be glad, daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming. Fear not, Zion, your salvation is at hand. Our Lady, when we go to her, always brings us to her son. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. A humble, contrite heart, O God you will not spurn. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, and I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face, and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness, show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. A humble, contrite heart, O God, you will not spurn. 
Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O Lord, I have heard your renown and feared, O Lord, your work. In the course of the years, revive it. In the course of the years, make it known. In your wrath, remember compassion. God comes from Taman, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Covered are the heavens with his glory, and with his praise the earth is filled. His splendor spreads like the light. Rays shine forth from beside him, where his power is concealed. You come forth to save your people, to save your anointed one. You tread the sea with your steeds amid the churning of the deep waters. I hear, and my body trembles. At the sound, my lips quiver. Decay invades my bones. My legs tremble beneath me. I await the day of distress that will come upon the people who attack us. For though the fig tree blossom not, nor fruit be on the vines, Though the yield of the olive fail and the terraces produce no nourishment, though the flocks disappear from the fold and there be no herd in the stalls, yet will I rejoice in the Lord and exalt in my saving God. God, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet swift as those of hinds and enables me to go upon the height. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Even in your anger, Lord, you will remember compassion. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with the finest wheat. He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost by gashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, you established peace within the borders of Jerusalem. Give the fullness of peace now to your faithful people. May peace rule us in this life and possess us in eternal life. You are about to fill us with the best of wheat. Grant that what we see dimly now as in a mirror 
we may come to perceive clearly in the brightness of your truth. O oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, His leader shall be from Jacob, and his ruler shall come from his kin. When I summon him, he shall approach me. You shall be my people, and I will be your God. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light light will will come, come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Say to the faint-hearted, Take courage, the Lord our God is coming to save us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Say to the faint-hearted, Take courage, the Lord our God is coming to save us. To Christ our Redeemer, who comes to save us from our sins, let us cry out with joy. Come, 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 Lord Jesus. Jesus. The prophets of old foretold your birth among us. Now make virtue come to life in us. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. We proclaim your saving work. Now grant us your salvation. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. You came to heal the contrite. Heal the weaknesses of your people. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. You came and saw fit to reconcile the world. When you come again in judgment, free us from the torments of punishment. Come, Lord Jesus. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Grant that your people, we pray, Almighty God, may be ever watchful for the coming of your only begotten Son, that as the author of our salvation himself has taught us, we may hasten, alert and with lighted lamps, to meet him when he comes, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, the weekend is right around the corner. Be sure to keep it holy. Morning air is coming up next. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. See you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.